Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Pastor David Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor David teaches through God's Word. for us to just think about how am I thinking? What am I spending my money on? What am I spending my time on? And just pay attention. It's not that you shouldn't be spending money or spending time on things. We are existing in the real world, but we need to invite him into the process of how we're doing these things and take a look and be honest with ourselves. Invite him to be honest with us. Why am I making the decisions that I'm making? What mindset is driving my money and my time? Are you tired of feeling like your money and time are being wasted on things that don't matter? In today's message, Pastor David talks about how as Christians, we are called to center our lives around the Lord and His will for us. This means using our resources to further His kingdom and spread His love to those around us. Stick around after today's message from Pastor David. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you, our web address, podcast, subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor David in the book of Romans chapter 12, as he continues his message, Living Sacrifice. He warns us in Philippians 3, verse 18, in the church, he says, many walk. In, like there, there are many who are in the body. Many walk of whom I've told you often and now tell you weeping that they are enemies of Jesus. Their end is destruction. Their God is their belly. That's what they serve. And their glory is in their shame. They set their mind on earthly things. For our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus, who will transform our lowly body, our corrupted body, that it may be conformed to his glorious body, according to the working by which he is able even to subdue all things to himself. I love, you know, he says we're being conformed to the, the higher thing. The point is not a loss of existence, but, but the higher thing that we're made for. And he, you know, he says conform to his glorious body. Again, this is a physical thing that he's going to be doing through us. If you think about Jesus' resurrection, he was not a ghost. He was not disembodied after the cross. He still ate and hugged his friends, but he also could like walk through walls and walk on water. And There's this higher thing. He says in another place, that the point is not that we would be unclothed, but further clothed. We're being made more and more into the, what he has made us 
four. And he says, according to the working by which he is able to subdue all things to himself, that he will do this in us. He'll work with us in this. But we have to agree with him. We have to cooperate with what he's doing. And again, a big part of that has to do with mindset. It begins with agreeing with him about what he says, how, how things actually are supposed to work. And so I think it's really productive for us to just think about how am I thinking? What am I spending my money on? What am I spending my time on? And just pay attention. It's not that you shouldn't be spending money or spending time on things. We are existing in the real world, but we need to invite him into the process of how we're doing these things and take a look and be honest with ourselves. Invite him to be honest with us. Why am I making the decisions that I'm making? What mindset is driving my money and my time? And again, I mean, this is challenging because it's not strictly formulaic, right? It's not that some actions are good and some actions are bad. It's not, it's not that cut and dry. If I'm a workaholic, work can be bad. If I'm lazy, work can be good, right? Like it, it's not a cut and dry answer. It matters that you are engaging with Jesus yourself, that you are connecting with him on this. He tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, that we have already received the, the mind of Christ. And, but it's so funny because he says that in the middle of a rebuke about how they're not using it. He's like, you have received the mind of Christ, but you're not applying it. You're not, he's like, you're, you're acting carnal. You're acting worldly. You're, you're thinking about things not according to the mind of Christ. But we have the mind of Christ, so use it. And a big part of how we do that, a big part of how we engage that is through the prayer, through talking with him, inviting him into stuff, right? He lives in us. If you've trusted in Jesus, he lives in you. So he'll teach you. But part of how he teaches us is through his word too. So Ephesians chapter five, verse 25 tells us, Jesus loves us and gave himself for us, that he might sanctify and cleanse us with the washing of water by the word, by the word, right? Over and over and over. He tells us we need to be rooted in the word. Our perception of what he says, our, our ears, our listening ability to hear from him is not perfect. We're still imperfect, but his word is perfect. So he says, you need, you need to Spend time saturating in the Bible. Spend time reading your Bible, asking him to teach you from the Bible because it's solid. It doesn't change. He's clear there. He'll teach you. He'll confront things. He says it's, it's like a double-edged sword exposing what's really going on deep down. But at the same time, there's a danger if we're all Scripture and no prayer. We need both. He warned in John 5, 39... Jesus rebuked the Pharisees. He says, you search the scriptures because in them you think you have eternal life. But these are what testify about me. And you're not willing to come to me that you might have life. In John 14, 26, he tells us, the helper, the Holy Spirit, who the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. It works together. We need to be rooted in scripture 
And we need to be talking with God, engaging with him, asking him to speak to us, asking him, how do I do this thing? How do I walk this out? So this week, I want to challenge you to read your Bible with him. Read it in context. I I use a devotional book or two, like every morning. I love the little devotional books. But that's not the same thing as reading your Bible. You need to read your Bible in its context as it's written. A lot of the letters, like the book of Romans, the book of First and Second Corinthians, those are letters. They're really short. You can read through, like Colossians takes like 15 minutes. And Galatians takes like 15 minutes. Romans might take you 45 minutes because it's longer, right? And like, they're pretty short. You can read through them real, real quick. Just set that time aside where you are reading through and asking him to teach you. You need to be spending time with Jesus. You need to be reading the Bible and asking him how it works, talking with him about it. That said, we're going to get into verse 3 and look at some of the practical instructions he gives us in the Bible and how to do it. Romans 12 verse 3 says, Through the grace given to me, I say to everyone who is among you, do not think more highly of yourself than you ought to think. Think soberly, clear-headed, as God has given to each one a measure of faith. For as we have many members in one body, but all the members do not have the same function, so we being many are one body in Christ, individually members of each other. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. Having unique gifts according to God's wisdom, God's working in us. Use what he has given you. If he's given you prophecy, prophesy in proportion to your faith. If it is ministry, serving, use it in that way. If it's teaching, teach. If it's exhortation, the building up, the calling one another up into things. Exhort. If it's giving, give generously, liberally. If it's leading, give, lead diligently. If it's showing mercy, show mercy cheerfully. That's not meant to be an exhaustive list, I think, of the gifts of the Spirit. There's different ones he talks about in Ephesians and in 1 Corinthians. The point is use the gifts you've been given. is one of those books that you go to if you want the foundational pieces of Christianity. It provides you with the solid backbone of what to believe as a Christian. Today, you heard just one message from a whole series in the book of Romans. As you continue listening to these teachings, you'll notice God's intent and heart in bringing salvation to every lost soul. There are some verses in the final chapter that say, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. It's remarkable when you think about it. Have you gained some great insights from today's teaching? If you'd like to hear more messages like this one, check out our podcasts page at mainthingradio.com. You can also find us on Instagram. Follow the link on our website. Again, that's mainthingradio.com. We'd love to hear from you too. If you have any questions about what you heard, or if you'd like prayer, give us a call at 305-531-2730. That's 305-531-2730.
We're so glad you joined us today in the Book of Romans. Our time with you is about up, but we look forward to what God wants to teach each one of us next time. Connect with the Lord on your own and make sure to come back here for our next edition of Main Thing Radio.